the streets with a hood to swallow on me. Bullets to follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. And cops comb this shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence. But it's home sweet home. Niggas don't know, bro. Where personalities clash and chrome meets chrome. The coke prices up and down like this Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brown. One slip, you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are. Welcome to sell. But when the shells come, you better return them. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch the cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest. I don't need that for damn. This ain't a sold outfit. Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. Uh, they trying to get their ones. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Yo, he got them bees now, baby. <laughs> yeah, bro. We back, bro. It's been a minute. You feel me? Yes. It's been a minute. It was episode episode three or is this the uh the uh the the, the revamp, the relaunch? Man, this is the renewal, man. The renewal? Is that what you're yeah. calling it? The renewal? Rebirth. Okay. Okay. Rebrand. Yes. You know, niggas is out here. Niggas is out here rebranding themselves nowadays, bro. It's the rebrand. It's the rebrand. You no, know, it's all about branding at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh shit! Is that the camera? Oh no, that's the that's the light in the in the uh in the view of the camera, bro. But we straight though. They be all right. So yeah, we coming at them remote. Yeah, bro. We gotta do it remotely, bro, because you always gone, bro. So I said, fuck it. We gotta. We got to figure something out, bro. We can't just be out here just keep on doing, you know what I'm saying, waiting on you to get back, bro. So I said, man, let's just... <laughs> I, said, I, can't, I can't keep waiting on this nigga to come back, bro. He come back for two days. He gone for a month. He come back for a week. He gone for two months. Like, it's, it's, it, it ain't no... It wasn't no consistency, bro. So, yeah, bro. I said, you know what, man? We going we gonna, we gonna to get it right, bro. We going to get it right. But yeah, bro, what's good, man? What we going to talk about on this third episode, man? Man, we coming at you, man. We got a lot to catch up on, man. But we can start we can talk about it. anything for real. We can just we can just start. We you know just recent, more recently, what just happened. Now let's let's bring it back a little bit. Let's talk about NBA. You know, in the finals. You know, I haven't okay. seen since the finals. Um, Fact, you know, so bro. You ain't, the- bro, you ain't seen me since the second round, bro. <laughs> you ain't seen right. You ain't seen me since nigga. The Celtics was getting cleaned up by Giannis, bro. You haven't seen me since the second round, bro. That's true. Damn. But yeah, man. The finals, though, man. Toronto, man. How you feeling about that? Uh, con- all right. First off, you know what I'm saying. Congratulations. Um, it was a hell of a, a hell of a season for them niggas. Um. Mainly, mainly for Kyle Lowry, bro. Like that's that's the like I'm not. Yeah. A, I, I, listen, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not a fan. N- niggas might think. Hold on, I, I want to just set the record straight, bro. Because niggas, niggas get shit twisted, bro. Niggas might think that I'm a Warriors fan because I was rooting for them niggas in the past couple of years in the finals when they was playing against Bron. You know what I'm saying? I bought some Warriors jackets. You know what I'm saying? Championship shit back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I had to do that as a gatekeeper and as a and as a person who who stands up against evil, I had to choose the Warriors. 
You know, what I'm I like them niggas. Niggas is good. Niggas is cool. I had, but I had to root for them to defeat evil. So I'm, I don't want niggas to think I'm a Warriors fan just because I was rooting for them to beat Bron. Like number one objective every NBA season is defeat LeBron James at any means. And if I got to root for every goddamn team in the league to do so, then I will do that. That was first. Second off, uh. I was happy for Kyle Lowry. I was happy for all them dudes, you know what I'm saying, Serge Ibaka, Marcus Saul, you know what I'm saying, Kawhi yeah, Leonard. You know what I'm saying? I was I was happy for Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying, based off, you know what I'm saying, the shit that happened last year with the Spurs. They was questioning his leadership and if he really wanted it and, you know what I'm saying, what was he really playing basketball for and all this type of stuff people was talking bad about, bruh. He gets sent to Toronto. He's on a low management schedule. He's not playing any back-to-backs. You know what I'm saying, bro? when he played like 50-some games in a regular season, um, Toronto – one majority of the games that he didn't play, you know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. it was it was a lot going on. The speculation that he's not gonna come back, you know, so is he gonna leave and this, this and that, what's going on? And bro, he when he came down to the playoffs, he balled. He showed up when it mattered. They yeah. balled. You feel me? And and I and, and, and for, for me, for uh, watching a guy like Kyle Lowry, bro, I've been watching Kyle Lowry since he was at Villanova. Watching a guy like Kyle Lowry to see what he's going through the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying, they highlighted his beef with the um, with the uh, general manager, uh, uh, um, what's his name, Masai Ujiri or some shit, whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. He was like, you know, he was basically like, you know, me and him don't really click, you know what I'm saying. We work together, we, we're cordial, but I wouldn't say we have the best relationship. And plus he traded away Kyle Lowry's best friend and DeMar DeRozan. So Kyle Lowry had to deal with a lot, bro, and to to watch them win and them them win not only because Kawhi ball, but because Kyle Lowry stepped up and finally played like a seven time perennial All Star and on, on the biggest stage. Can't do nothing but tip your hat off to them, bro. Like it's it's it was it was it it was hard to root against them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it was hard to watch that finals and be like, yo, like I want the Warriors when it was like, yo, like honestly. I honestly don't care who wins, but I'm kind of pulling for the Raptors just because, like, them yeah, niggas kind of yeah. them, them niggas kind of deserve it. And not saying that the Warriors don't deserve it either, because them niggas battle battle injuries. KD going down twice, you feel me? Clay going down in game um in game six with the torn ACL. Boogie coming back early, basically playing with one leg. You know, it's an Iggy playing with one leg. Sean Livingston washed up. Steph out there with a dislocated finger. Steph out there dolo trying to do his thing, and it's like. I felt bad for the Warriors. You feel me? So, like, I felt bad for the Warriors. I was like, damn, a part of me was like, I want them niggas to win because I feel bad for them niggas. And it would be a dope story for them niggas to still win facing all this injury adversary. And then the other half of me was like, yo, like, the Raptors side, like, that's a feel-good story. You know what I'm saying? Kyle Lowry showing up on the biggest stage. Everybody clowns Kyle Lowry, bro, in the playoffs. Like, he's a totally different player than what he is in the regular season. Like, he goes from Kyle Lowry to just Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga stinks. And he stepped it up, bro. He didn't play too well against Philly. He didn't play too well against um against against Milwaukee either. But when he got to the finals, bro, balled. And in game six, he went, he went berserk. He had, like, what, 15 points in the first quarter? Like, he went berserk when they needed him. And it was, it was a feel-good story. It was a feel-good moment, like, all those dudes on that team, Mark Gasol, like I said, Mark Gasol, Serge Ibaka, you know what I'm saying, Kyle Lowry, guys like that, 
vets in the league, that's been in the league, that's been through, you know, some ups and downs, like, they finally got a ring. So it, it, it was nice to watch. It was nice to watch a franchise like like a, like a Toronto Raptors that's only been a part of NBA for what, since, like, the late 90s? Yeah, yeah, you feel me? Like, the late 90s type shit. Like, it's dope to see that what they've been able to do over the years and that, yeah, they've been building and they've, they've been to conference finals, but they've been running into LeBron. And the first year that LeBron is gone, they go to the finals and they win it. It says a lot. You feel me? Now, you know, you got to add the fact that, yeah, they changed coaches. They got and they went from Dwayne Casey to Nick Nurse. And, you know, they went from DeMar DeRozan to, you know, St. Kyle, I mean, to uh, Kawhi Leonard. You could say that those are both upgrades. But at the same time, like, when they finally got their opportunity, when the big bad bully had went west. Yeah. You feel me? They capitalized. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was dope to see that. And it's, it's always refreshing to see a team win a championship, you know what I'm saying, against the juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? Like when Clemson beat Alabama, like that's a refreshing thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like when uh, like when Villanova won the championship a couple years and they beat North Carolina, that's a refreshing thing to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you like seeing those teams that – yeah, they're good, but they're not supposed to really be here. They're not in this other team's class, and they knock off the bully. So, yeah, the finals was dope, man. I mean, I was, like I said, the injuries is always bad to watch. Like, watching Clay go down off that dunk, it looked bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? He said he didn't hear nothing pop. He came back out, shot the two free throws. But once once they announced, like, he wouldn't be coming back to the game, I was like, yeah, he probably tore something. Because if he, could, because if he didn't tear nothing – you know what I'm saying? I, I think they would have let him come back, and even and, and, and even if even if he did tear something and they knew it, if the KD situation didn't happen, they might have let him finish Game Six. But then you got to think like, bro would have just been really out there playing off adrenaline, and we don't know how effective he would have been after that because he was balling in Game Six. Like he was just getting started. Clay might have dropped fifty that game. Yeah, Clay was Clay was Clay was Clay was in. You know how they say, you know what I'm saying, playoff Rondo and, you know what I'm saying, Brian goes zero, dark 23 or whatever, and you got Mamba mentality. Like, game six clay is a real thing. Like, Mm -hmm. that is a legit thing now. Like, when it – game six is that nigga's game. And for some – I don't know what it is about a game six with bruh, but he turns in to to Clay Jordan, bruh, and he's just unstoppable in game six. Like, it's just – I don't understand it. But he was heating up. Looking like he was about to have an explosive game, go crazy. He went up for the dunk. You know what I'm saying? Got fouled. It wasn't a dirty play. It wasn't a dirty play at all. He got fouled. You know what I'm saying? And he landed. He landed wrong, bro. And towards ACL. It sucks. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a. Uh, I guess it was like a bittersweet moment for the Warriors fans. It's like, damn. Like now you know for sure. Like Clay's coming back, and we're we're KD is probably sixty forty. Because you really don't know. Teams are going to still throw KD the bag. His his injury is worse than Clay's. Honestly, I think KD's going to come back. Excuse me. I got KD coming back. I got Clay coming back. And I got Boogie coming back. Just because I feel like not only do not only, not only does Boogie have something to prove, but I feel like you can't get in a better situation than where, than where you're at. You know what I'm saying? If KD chooses to go somewhere else, that's a rebuilding phase. Like, if he goes to New York, he goes to Brooklyn, like, wherever he chooses to go, it's going to be a rebuilding stage. If Clay chooses to go somewhere, like, both of these niggas are going to miss next season. Clay, Clay has a chance to come back maybe late March, early April, like, but they're missing 
the entire 2019-2020 season. Yeah. And that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Especially for KD. Like, he's missing the entire season. So, teams are going to look at that. They're going to be hesitant to throw the money at Clay, but when it comes to KD, they'll be like, shit, we'll throw the money at KD and we'll register him. But the thing with Achilles injuries, you don't know how players are going to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? Most players don't come back the same. Only person to ever really come back the same was Dominique Wilkins. My thing is this. KD's game isn't really necessarily relying on athleticism. Yes, he uses his athleticism to dribble, drive, and get to the basket and stuff, but KD is a skilled enough player to where if you like, look, bro, you lost a step due to the injury. You can't really take all these niggas off the dribble no more. You got to change your game. And if he has to improve his post game because his dribble drive game loses a step because of the injury, he's skilled enough to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the jumper's still going to be there, bro. He's seven feet. Like, you can't teach that shit. Like, you can't teach seven feet. You know what I'm saying? You can't teach seven feet with a handle. Like, that's that's there. You know what I'm saying? So, he might lose a step as far as his quickness, his first step, his jumping and things like that. But as far as his basketball IQ, as far as his skill goes, he's not going to lose a step. And it's just going to make him become better at his craft. He's going to have to hone his craft more so than just be like, yo, I can beat this nigga off the dribble. Like, now he's going to be like, yo, now I got to be crafty. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm going to have to turn into the old crafty vet a few years before I would have had to due to this injury. And I think he can make that adjustment. He might not be a walking 30 points anymore, but shit, he'll be a walking 27 still. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not that big of a drop-off. Teams are still going to throw the max at him. I honestly think he stays in Golden State. I think he should stay in Golden State. I feel like Clay's going to stay. I feel like Boogie's going to come back because Boogie doesn't really have a market because Boogie looked horrible for most of the playoffs because he was hurt. You know what I'm saying? But he did look horrible. So he's gonna he's not gonna get the bag like he wanted. So Boogie didn't really get a chance to to show out and perform and basically earn that big contract that he's been looking for. So why not go back to the Warriors? You and Steph be healthy. Like like a healthy cousins, like if if, if cousins can come back seventy five to eighty percent of what he was in New Orleans and Sacramento before the uh before the Achilles injury two years ago. If that's the best big man, that's the best big man that the Warriors have ever had in the Steph Curry era. A boogie, a eighty percent boogie, and a Steph Curry for an entire season. That's not a championship team, but that's a team that's gonna play. They're gonna win games, and they'll probably be a playoff team. Probably you know six, maybe seven seed or whatever, maybe even fifth at, at best case scenario. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, I see Boogie coming back just to say, look, I'll sign another one year deal for the low. Show out, see what I can do. Um, if it, everything goes, you know, what I'm saying goes as planned, then you know, mm-hmm. then I'll then I'll bounce. You know what I'm saying? But the thing with that is, next year is Draymond's contract year. You feel me? So, it, let's say Boogie shows out, and the Warriors are like, man, we'd honestly rather throw that money at Boogie versus throw it at Draymond. Cause I'm gonna keep it real, bro. And I know a lot of people. A lot of people agree. A lot of people disagree with this. Um, Draymond is, he's a hell of a basketball player, right? But Draymond is like the epitome of being a product of your environment. Meaning, meaning that he's only as good as the people that are around him. So, to me, 
he's not worth a max contract. Because I feel like a max contract is supposed to be for a person that, yo, I can put bro any team and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna lead that team to a winning, you know what I'm saying, winning success. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna help that team become winners. He's not gonna just plug in. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Draymond benefits from playing with Steph Clay, KD, and you know, say Iggy and those guys like that. If you put Draymond on the Pistons, he's not the same Draymond, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he essentially just turns into an undersized power forward who can't shoot. He can defend. He can rebound. He can pass. And he can push the ball. But he can't shoot. You know what I'm saying? He's an undersized forward. You feel me? If you don't have the Steph Currys and the Klay Thompsons and the Kevin Durants around Draymond, He's not who he is, but that's what makes him him is because nine times out of ten, he's going to be the smartest player on the basketball court. You know what I'm saying? And he benefits from that by playing with other smart players, so that just makes him more lethal. You take that away, bro. You you put Draymond Green on the goddamn Washington Wizards, they still suck. You put him on the Hornets, they still suck. You feel me? You put him on the Hawks, they still suck. You put him in Detroit. Like if you if if you switch out Draymond Green for Blake Griffin in Detroit, Detroit's not a playoff team. And and I fuck with I fuck with Draymond, bro. Like I I fuck with bro, but he's just he's just he's just not worth the max contract to me. So if Boogie was to stay and Boogie was to show out, then you have a situation where the Warriors might say, "Hold up, yeah, we can actually get the better player for cheaper." We don't have to pay Boogie the max like we would have to pay Draymond the max. We'll let Draymond walk. Or who knows? We might trade this nigga this season. And rock out with Boogie, Curry, when Clay comes back next year, and KD comes back if they if KD and Clay both resign. So I don't know, bro. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta the Warriors got a little. We're gonna see what the Warriors look like. Next year, this like 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 this upcoming season, we know what they're gonna look like, whatever. But the following season, if Katie and Clay resign, when it's time for Draymond to get his money, if Boogie stays as well, we we're we're gonna see what they do because they can do either one or two things. They can make the smart basketball and business decision, which is, in my opinion, not give Draymond that money, or they can make the. We're loyal to our players like a Draymond, like a Steph, like a Clay, and we're going to make sure that we take care of these guys and we keep these guys, keep this core here as long as possible. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. As of now, like I said, I think I think Boogie comes back at least for one more year, and I think Clay and KD both resign. I feel it. So, man, what do you think about the um, the draft? Um, the draft was lit, bro. Um, I mean, you know, Zion went first. Shout out to Zion, bro. Zion, my nigga Zion pulled up to the draft, you know what I'm saying? Shirt open, no tie, you know what I'm saying? The whole cream suit, like he was about to hit the, uh, hit the, uh, hit the strip as soon as the draft was over, bro. Um, but the draft was dope, bro, because, because last night we saw, we saw the importance of not only of parents being in these in these young men's lives, but we saw the importance of 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 the black father in you know in the young black man's life, man. And, and and that moment when R.J. Barrett, 
You know what I'm saying? Because Zion's moment was emotional too. Like he was, you know, his mom's and everything. But that moment when when, when RJ's up there, you know, after after the Knicks picked him and everything, his pops up there with him. You know, what I'm saying his dad told him like, "Yo, son, I'm proud of you, son." You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 resonated with a lot of people. Like I said, yo, that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen a couple people saying like, "Oh, this generation cries too easy," but it's the biggest moment in their lives as of right now. Some of them, this will be the biggest moment in their lives. This has been something that 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 they've been working for for years. You know what I'm saying? Like you got you get from when you're in high school, you got everybody telling you, "Hey, man, you going to the league? You going to the league?" And then you like, yo, like. <laughs> I'm 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 in the league, bro. Like you feel me? Like like niggas told me I was going to the league at 14. I didn't really believe it. Now I'm 18, 19 years old, and I'm walking across this stage as the first pick. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking across this stage. I'm about to shake Adam Silver's hand, bro. Like my entire life just changed in a matter of seconds. So it was dope to see that. You know what I'm saying? And to see the parents and the fathers, you know what I'm saying, in their lives and, you know, being there and them sharing the moments with their kids. Like, yo, like, like, like I said, bro, when he told RJ, I'm proud of you, son. You know what I'm saying? You could tell, you could tell, like, like that meant something to RJ to hear that. Like, yo, like, like, like I made my dad proud, bro. Like, you feel me? And I feel like, I feel like as, as, as men, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's something that we, that we strive to do. You know what I'm saying? Just not not like intention, like yo, like I'm a I'm gonna make my dad proud type shit. But it's like embedded in us to be like, yo, like you feel me? Like like it's it's my job to basically not live out his dreams, but to basically take everything that he's instilled in me and make it come to you know come to reality. Mm-hmm. And once I do do that, he's gonna acknowledge that, and that acknowledgement that's all that's all people want, bro. And so to see that last night, that was dope. Um, as far as the draft, as far as like team drafting, though, my, my winner of the draft last night probably the Celtics, bro. Probably, probably the Celtics, bro. I like end up picking up. I liked what they did when they took my nigga Romeo Langford, bro. Who I I've been telling niggas he's a sleeper, niggas, niggas. Niggas was talking about him. He had a little thumb injury throughout the season in Indiana. Indiana won that good of a team. They didn't make the NCAA tournament. Brushing him with the Louisville. But the pass is the pass. He's going to a great situation in Boston. Boston did a good job of, of essentially replacing everything that they needed last night outside of replacing Al Horford. They replaced Kyrie. They replaced Terry Rozier. And they replaced Marcus Morris. Um uh, uh, Grant Williams from Tennessee, the forward. He's a dog. I love his game. I think he's going to be a nice asset in the league, especially for the Celtics, the way that they play. They got Carson Edwards, pure score out of, out of Purdue. The only thing about him is he's small, but a hooper's a hooper. You feel me? He's going, he's going, his job is to score. So when he comes in, he's looking to score. You know what I'm saying? Romeo, he's a, he's a, He's a shooting guard, you know, so that can handle the ball. So he'll probably play a little bit of one. He'll be more of a combo guard type shit. Um, and then they also got uh, uh, Waters from um, LSU. Um, he's also a Hoover. Uh, so I, I, if if they if they make a move to get a center, if they can't get a center in the free agency because they're looking to try to get Vucevic from Orlando, but if they can't get Bruh, um, um, from Orlando and free agency, I can see them making a trade. Pr- 
probably sending Jalen Brown to the Thunder to get Steven Adams because the Thunder do have Steven Adams, Andre Roberson, and Dennis Schroeder on the block. So I could see something in a sense with a Jalen Brown package for maybe Roberson and Steven Adams or Steven Adams and Schroeder, but something along the lines of there where like they're going to move somebody. Maybe a Marcus Smart would be in the trade. Like The Celtics are going to move one of these guards, you feel me, because they just drafted three guards, you feel me. I don't see them really shipping away. Like I don't see OKC biting at the bullet for a, a, a guard that they could have drafted in the draft outside of Romeo, but I don't see the Celtics trading Romeo. But I don't see them really like jumping the gun and get a Carson Edwards and a Waters when the Celtics got a Jalen Brown right there. And that Jalen Brown asset is way more attractive than these two young rookies that you got in the second round that you don't really know what they're going to be. Whereas Jalen Brown, you know what he is. You know what I'm saying? The Thunder would love to have another shooting guard along the, uh, along the lines of, of Paul George and Russell Westbrook that can get their own shot and that can play defense at the same time. So I can see something like that happening. We don't know. Um, we just got to wait and see, bro. But, I, I yeah, I, I got the Celtics as my winners of the draft. But it was really a toss-up between them and the Pelicans because the Pelicans had a nice draft too. They picked up Zion. They got Jackson Hayes from Texas, and they got um, Alexander from uh, from uh, Virginia Tech. Um, only thing I didn't like about the Pelicans is they didn't get any shooters. They got they got they got the forward. You know what I'm saying? They got the Zion, which is the freakish athlete. They got the center, and Jackson Hayes is another freakish athlete, seven footer. With he's just ridiculously athletic, He'd be seven feet. And then you got Alexander, who. Excuse me, he's more of a scorer than he is a shooter. So for me, I feel like the Pelicans they should have kind of probably went for somebody who could shoot, but they'll probably you know address that in free agency. But yeah, the draft was dope last night, bro. The draft was the draft was dope, man. Um, I watched pretty much all of it except for like the last half of the second round. But um, other than that, it was dope, bro. Smooth, yeah. I was out to eat. I caught a little bit of it at the restaurant. See ya, man. That's enough about sports, though, man. So. You know, we like to talk music, too. So, man, he was texting me, though, earlier about some... What was 50 on, man? Man, uh, it, it, it wasn't... It wasn't money or what? What's going on? It, okay, you talking about with Young Buck? Yeah, tell me about that. Man, all right, so you know 50, bro. Like, ever since Buck been caught with the tranny, bro, 50 been, you know, he, the jokes. But you know what 50 does, bro? He's a, he's a professional... Troller, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what he does. Um, and so he's just always just been picking it, picking it, buck. You know what I'm saying? Just picking it, buck, picking it, buck, picking it, buck. And Buck ain't never really, you know, said nothing as a recent. But the other day, Buck was in Publix and his dude ran up on him. I ain't really watched the videos because bro was lame for run up on Buck. But he was pretty much he pretty much ran up on Buck. You know, talking about he gay, you weak. Now, basically, bro, he was trolling Buck in the middle of the store. And, you know what I'm saying, Buck was kind of like, you know what I'm saying, what the fuck's your problem, bro? Um, and so, today, Buck dropped a, a a diss, you know, towards 50 over the Duppy Freestyle. And one thing about the Duppy Freestyle, bro, a lot of you niggas dropping disses these days, y'all keep running to this Duppy Freestyle. Like, I get it, the beat is fire, but y'all got to stop, bro. Y'all just, y'all just... Like be more original, bro. Either make a make a beat, get a beat made, or or, or diss somebody to another to another beat, bro. Like 
stop using the Duppy freestyle beat as your diss beat. But he dissed him on the Duppy freestyle. Shit was kind of hard. I ain't gonna lie, I fucked with it. Um, but I'm gonna keep it honest though, bro. Like listening to to what Buck was saying, bro, it didn't even sound like he was mad at Fifty for being Fifty. He was mad that the fact that Fifty got it out here to where niggas think Buck is sweet. You feel me? Like Fifty got Fifty Fifty trolls, bro, so much that random niggas think that oh i can try this nigga i can try this nigga in public he won't do shit he's soft he weak you feel me so buck ain't really even mad at the shit coming from 50 like he ain't because he he knows fifth he knows how fifth gets down bro so he's not even like looking at it like damn like that's fucked it's like oh, that's 50 you know what i'm saying but when these other niggas when these randoms running up on him talking crazy now we got a problem bro you know what i'm saying and i think that's I think that's the situation going on with Buck. You know what I'm saying? Buck is Buck is upset that Fifty got the got the got the got the public thinking that it's okay for them to to to, to talk shit. You know, it's almost like a situation like uh, uh like a you can talk you can talk shit about me because we family, but that nigga over there can't say shit about me. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Me and you, me and you, me and you, we can stand here in this circle and we can roast each other for thirty minutes, but let somebody else try and interject and throw a joke. We on their ass. Like nigga, this ain't this like you don't you don't get to enter like you don't get to say nothing when it comes to this, bro. Like this this don't involve you. So I feel like that's what Buck was really kind of like getting at. Like damn, fam. Like I I ain't, I ain't even really got no smoke with fifth, fifth fifth being fifth. But you other niggas ain't about to talk crazy about me though. Like, I gotta I gotta address it some way, shape, or form. Like I gotta say something. You feel me? So that's that's pretty much that situation. That's what I took from it. Check it out. But yeah, I've been just listening to a lot of music, though. One thing I noticed, man, there's a lot of females, man, to be rapping nowadays. Uh, yeah, it is, bro. It is. Um, Maybe nasty, too. <laughs> you talking about the double XL cover? No. Uh, the, the cover to double XL? That was something that was, um, that was, that was something new. For, like, it was. I guess I can say it was kind of refreshing. I guess I don't know. I think I feel like it was one of the better covers that I've seen in a minute. But I don't know how you feel. Um, it was cool. Um, I seen, I seen a couple niggas. Um, a couple people. We had Blueface on there. Blueface, Gunna, Mega Stallion, Rico Nasty. Uh, uh, my nigga, the baby. Um. Yeah, YBN. Matter of fact, that's the best nigga on the list. YBN. YBN Corday is the best nigga on the list, bro. He's the most talented. He's the most consistent artist. Like, I've 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 been fucking with bro for for over a year now, bro. He he's he's real nice. So out of Blueface, he got a hit trash. I don't. I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool off the female rap for real, bro. Like I can't really relate to it except for Young Ma. I fuck with. I I fuck with Young Ma, bro, because I can I can relate to that. You feel me? Like she be talking about bitches and henny. Like nigga, I like bitches and henny too. Like you feel me? Um, I can't really get into the other shit that the mother female rappers really be talking to for the most part. But uh, yeah, who else is on it? She got Blueface, Gunna. Meg, Rico, uh, Tierra Wack, the baby, 
YBN. This uh, right. And I think it's just three. I think it's just three chicks. Meg, Meg, Tierra, and Rico. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I believe it's just three. I think the rest is all niggas and shit. Um, but yeah, bro. I mean, as far as the freshmen go, I, I got, I got, I got YBN Corday being the best nigga out as far as the freshman list goes, man. Most consistent. Oh, they hold up. They had co- uh, Cometazine on there too. He would see. I, I ain't see that. Uh, he's cool, but yeah, he, he, he all right, but he's yeah. Yeah, why? Why? Like yeah, why being the best nigga, bro? The best and the most talented nigga on that list, bro. I I, I definitely fuck with him. I'm I'm excited to see what he comes out with because he dropped a couple singles this year so far that I was. I be I've been fucking with the fucking uh. Um, he got a track called uh, "No Mercy," I, I think, and he got another track called uh, "Location Ships." Both of them joints is both of them joints is slaps, bro. So I, I definitely, I definitely fuck with the well, fuck with him as far as that. Um, he's probably the only one I'm like waiting on, and, and I like and, and I like the baby. You know, I, I, I want to see what the baby's next follow up project is. Um, but damn, I'm, bro, I'm kind of interested in the baby too, just see like I don't know if he's gonna have any sort of like. Longevity and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's really gimmicky. He he is, but I don't know. I like it. I like yeah, it. I, I like mean, it I'm a lot. Yeah, I like it. I like it, bro. But um, man, bro, we've been recording for what a smooth thirty minutes. Something like that. I don't know. I ain't got no timer on it or nothing. Yeah, it's been like a smooth thirty-five minutes, bro. Like you know, just we just wanted to we just wanted to get back into the groove, man. Plus, uh, the space on the camera went out, so you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> space on the camera went out, so shit. We we got all we could get right there for the visual. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out. To, uh, you got any shout outs you want to do, bro? You feel me? I know you got a couple shit going on out there in Baton Rouge, man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That shout out, man. You talking about the draft. Shout out to the dads out there, man. You feel me? Shout out to Shout out to Pappas. Yeah, shout out to the fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit, shout out. Shout out to all the real niggas, man. Shout out to my nigga Jordan. You feel me? Nimbus, Nimbus Lifestyle. Guy, gang, gang. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my nigga Jordan, man. Uh, you know, shout out my nigga Rallo. You feel me? I see you getting money, my nigga. You feel me? Uh, that's that's it, bro. That's all I got for this episode, man. But just so niggas know, like, we will be back. Like, this is just the beginning. We had to get the remote shit down. Now we got a formula. We got a system. We good. <laughs> you feel me? Like, we good now, bro. Like, so, hey. Hey, man. Episode three, man. Fuck with me. Matter of fact, shit, should we should we play something or should we not? Should we play something, bro? Yeah, man, give him something. <sighs> let me see. Let me see what I got, man. Let me let me let me see what I got, man. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um Ah, right, yeah, I got some. Yeah, it's only right, man. We should leave out on this note, man. Hey, man, R.P. my nigga Nip, man. The great, the goat.
Thank y'all. The marathon continues. Oh, yeah. Victory lap tonight, though. Victory lap tonight, yeah. though. What's tonight, up? Though. Long time coming up. Yeah. Either you gon' fold or step up to the plate. When it's your time to bat, you show them that you great. Life is what you make. I hope you make a movement. I hope your opportunity survives the opportunity. Dreams, goals, aspirations. Dedicated, fuck how long it take, we never waited, we elevated Thought we was gonna stop, we accelerated Through all the ups and downs we been through, at least we made it Jealous niggas hated and the police raided Took a nigga from the block to the police station We wrote it all down, nigga, we mapped it out Niggas jealous cause they wanna rap, what's that about? Niggas wanna bang for the clout, what's that about? Been from the gang, get some shit I never rap about just some young niggas trying to make it out On the road to riches, they was lost, we had a paper route Damn, I wish Nippin' Fast was here How y'all die at 30-something after banging all them years You know what we live by, nigga, we ain't had no fear All this money, power, fame still can't make y'all reappear Somehow I'ma keep this marathon going I know now it's on me, plus I'm God's chosen I know it's a lot of niggas not going Just like I know it's a lot of trades that's not rolling both of y'all tell me keep this shit flowing. Who the fuck you thought gon' keep this shit going? Me, copy, Pac-Man, Black Sam, Cus Capone, Killer Twan, BH, and A-Dam. Hoggy left some blue faces in your casket. Adam left you a backwood roll hella fat. I left a blue rag in the all money he ain't had. YG poured an ace of spades, I poured Cleek K. We took you through the whole LA, it was nip day. Obama wrote you a letter, what more can I say? Stevie son got your funeral, nigga, you the great. The marathon continues, that's what you would say. Hey, so look, hold on, hold on one second. I'm gonna tell you something about me and this nigga J-Storm. We used to sell fake dope. Real shit. Real shit. Just so we get our little 2 for 15 wig sacks and go back in the studio and make records. I used to be this nigga engineer on Monday. And he'll rap. He'll be my engineer on Tuesday and I'll rap. I'm just saying that to sell y'all. Staying down, hard work can go a long way. Make some noise for my nigga one more time. Hey, right. right, now listen. Salute. Salute.